Good morning, Merry Christmas. My name is Jesse Ogden. This is my wife, Nicole, my son, Caden, and my daughter, Kenzie. We're honored to be reading today out of Luke chapter 2. I guess in a different way, we're also honored to be Pastor uh, Reverend Joe Moore's daughter and son-in-law. A little different. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 uh, through 20. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that they had been told, them coming the co- concerning the child. And all who had heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. Thank you to my family for participating today. Uh, When I first asked, I was told no. One of my daughters said, I'll do something as long as I don't have to speak. But thank you, thank you for participating. Uh, I think a lot of you know my grandkids. They're here quite a bit, and it's a pleasure to have them with us. When I anticipated what this service might look like as far as attendance, I was assured that Ron Skates would be seated right there, (laughs) only he doesn't have on his Hawaiian shirt with lights this year. Um, And I'm just glad that you're all here and let me offer uh, a welcome to you as well as those who are online. It's Christmas Day, and it's a Sunday. How many of you know how to figure out when Christmas will be on a Sunday again? I didn't know, so I Googled it. (laughs) There's sort of a pattern based on leap years. Uh, There's there's a six-year, five-year, six-year, 11-year, depending on when it falls. This happens to be... uh, the end of the sixth year, and the next time, because the last time it was in 2016, and 2022 is six years, the next time will be 2033. So that will be the 11-year span 
And then it goes back to 6, 5, 11. Uh, so if you're not going to remember that, but you can Google that as well. Um, but I was curious because I didn't remember. Uh, the, but found out that the last time Christmas was on a Sunday was in 2016. And that was my first Sunday here at First Press. And so that's just all news that, that you don't need to know, but it's just to kind of calm me down so I can preach this morning. I'm excited to be here with you, excited to share. And I've told you before, this is me being excited. Too often, deeper meaning of familiar passages gets lost in the familiarity. Luke 2, 8 to 20 are some of the most familiar verses, especially this time of year. How many times have we heard them read? How many times have we heard songs that include them? My favorite is the Peanuts Christmas Special. How many times have you seen Linus come out on the stage and, and tell Charlie Brown what Christmas was all about? I hope we don't lose the deeper meaning of these verses, and I hope to be able to share some of those deeper meanings with you this morning, and hopefully it will speak to you as it has for me. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for what we celebrate. Thank you that it is Christmas Day. Thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your one and only Son as a gift to us to live with us, to live among us, to demonstrate how to live, and then to die for us. Thank you that you love us so much that you've demonstrated your love for us in this way. Pray that you would guide our thoughts, guide our word, my words, and pray that we would take something home with us today and understand more clearly the gift that you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. So you know the verse, the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. When, they encountered, when encountered by angels with a message, and often from the risen Christ himself, it is cried out. Don't be afraid. We know the shepherds were afraid. The angel knew that the shepherds were afraid. And he said to them, fear not. That message was not only for those shepherds. That message is for us. We don't have to be afraid. God is in control. If we believe in the sovereignty of God and in Jesus Christ, there isn't anything that we need to be afraid of. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't experience fear. 
And that doesn't mean that, that I never experience fear. I'm not fearless, but I often experience less fear when I grasp on to an understanding that God is in control and Jesus says to us, don't be afraid. And that message is also brought by the angels. And then the angel said to them, I bring you good news. Now, what was the good news? The Greek word for good news is evangelon or evangelo. Does that sound familiar to a word in English that's related to the good news and the gospel? Evangelism. This was the beginning of an opportunity for us to be involved in evangelism, to be involved in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Jesus came, was born, lived a sinless life, was sacrificed so that we could be forgiven and live in eternity with him. And the angel also said, for unto you. This is a very personal message. Unto you. It didn't just mean the shepherds. You, this is one of the places in scripture where you could, could substitute that and say, unto me. Or unto Joe Moore, or your name. This was a message for us. It wasn't a message just for the shepherds. And it, he said, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The message of the good news is personal. It's for all of us. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. There's a special bonding when someone is born unto you. I've experienced that four times. You met three of them up front. Now, Jesse and Isaac, I, will, I do love you as family, but you haven't been born unto me. But Nicole and Lauren and Kenzie and Caden, uh, in this, in this second hand way, have been born unto me. And those of you who are parents and grandparents understand what that means to have something born unto you. And the relationship that is there, the relationship that is shared, and the bonding that takes place. And the commitment. Christ was born unto us. Christ was born out of God's love unto me. Christ was born out of God's love unto you. The message was he is born. And we have a special relationship 
and even in adoption because we aren't really blood in that born unto relationship. But isn't adoption even more special? Because in adoption, you know that you're loved because you were chosen. God has adopted us and he has chosen us. For unto you is born this day. This is unique. Up until this point, all the prophecies that were talking about the coming of the Messiah were talking about something that was going to happen out there somewhere. Something that we were looking forward to. The message of the angel was, unto you is born today. This day, it has happened. What you have been longing for has taken place. And we don't have to long for it anymore. And as we walk through Advent, it's a celebration of what has been born unto us. It's also a celebration and a looking forward to what will happen when Christ comes again. But that has been set in motion and that's why the message of the angel was today. Today is the beginning. Today is the day of salvation. Today, it's not something that is down the road. Yes, we look forward to the return of Christ, but all that, his redemption in our lives was set in motion on that day. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. Why is the mention of the city of David so important? Those of us who went to Israel stood on the hill and we could look out and Jerusalem is called the city of David and there's a city of David where, where David established his, his, his city but just over the hill is Bethlehem. And Bethlehem is called the city of David because it's his city of origin. It's the city of the king. And Jesus was established in the kingly line of David because of his relationship with Joseph, and that's why they were in Bethlehem. And that is what makes the city of David so significant. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, a Savior. In Matthew 1, 20 and 23, the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. And, Joseph, son of and he said, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Jesus was born, was given unto us, 
was announced by the angels so that we would know that we have a Savior. We have a Savior and we can enter into a relationship with him and be sure of the forgiveness of our sins. And then the angel said to them, you in the, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He is both, and, and Christ is the, is the Greek word for Messiah. And he is the Messiah. And he is the Lord, the anointed one. These aren't necessarily the names, although Jesus is Jesus Christ, the Lord. These are more emphasizing titles and responsibilities and what is, is a part of his relationship to us and his ministry on earth. Jesus Christ is Messiah and Lord. And they have, had been looking for that day to come when Messiah would come. And they didn't have to look anymore because he was there. We don't have to look anymore for the Messiah to come. The Messiah has come. Our Savior has come. We have opportunity to be involved in his kingdom purposes. He has reached us by reaching out to us through his Holy Spirit. And we can have a personal relationship with him. And that's what Christmas is all about. Jesus Christ coming as our Savior and Lord and Messiah and the one who would save us from our sins and God demonstrating his love for us in that while we were still sinning, Christ came to die for us. Now, it's a little bit hard on Christmas morning, I think, to get our heads wrapped around that because we're still in the process of celebrating the coming of the baby. But we need to make that connection that that baby didn't stay a baby. And 33 years later, he accomplished his purpose before God and was willing to go to the cross to deliver us with the ultimate gift of our salvation. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field. And the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. And they were terrified. The angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That is for us. Wouldn't it be exciting if you've never entered into that personal relationship with Jesus Christ 
on this Christmas Sunday morning to understand what that means in your own life? And I'd be more than willing to talk with you after the service or shoot me an email, and I know that there are others who would be willing to explain to you what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And what better day than Christmas Sunday morning to come to that clear understanding of what that means in your life. So I pray that you would seek that out because as the verses, as the the chapter comes to an end, it says, when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in their heart. The shepherds heard the message. The shepherds were concerned about being confronted by an angel. But when they heard the message and they understood what the angel was saying to them, they decided that they needed to investigate it. You have heard the message. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Like the shepherds, pursue what that means. They went out to, 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 to verify the truth of the message of the angel. And they were able to see firsthand the baby, Mary and Joseph, just as the angel told them. Now, to, that, to us, that's secondhand knowledge. But we have so much history. We have so much opportunity to hear the good news, to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And too often it becomes familiar. Don't let the familiarity of the Christmas message, don't let the familiarity of the message of the angel keep you from digging in to the truth of the good news and of the gospel of Jesus Christ that has been given to you and that we are in the middle of immersing ourselves in. Don't let Christmas go by without knowing what Christmas is all about. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the opportunity that we have to fellowship and worship together today. I pray that your Holy Spirit would prick our hearts and challenge us and, and draw us into a deeper relationship with you and even into a first-time understanding of our relationship with you. Go before us. Open the pathways to to us for understanding who you are 
and what you want to accomplish in and through us. Thank you for what we celebrate. Thank you for the eyewitness of the shepherds and knowing that it's truth and it's real. We open our hearts to you. In Jesus' name, amen.